Minority Retort on X-Ray FM. X-Ray FM. Minority Retort with Jason Lamb. All right, it's Friday morning on X Ray in the morning. That means it's time for Minority Retort. My name is Jason Lamb. I'm the co host and co producer of Minority Retort, the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater. That's an all people of color comedy show hosted by myself, Julia Ramos, and a now rotating cast of POC comedic characters. But here on this show, we don't just talk to comedians and talk about comedy, we also talk to other thoughtful and creative people of color who are doing big things in the community and the world at large. And it's a pleasure today to be joined by my guest, who's earning rave reviews, starting as the title character in the Portland Center Stage production of John Cameron Mitchell and Stephen Trask's Hedwig and the Angry Inch. We welcome to the show, Delphon DJ Curtis Jr. DJ, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, I'm doing fine, thank you. Thanks for joining me this morning. I appreciate it. Great, of course. So, listen, I just have to start the interview today with a confession, and uh, that is, although I'm very aware of the story of Hedwig uh, and the Angry Inch, uh, I've never actually seen the film or uh, a stage production of it, um, and I, I, although I know it's, a, it's become a cult classic and uh, it's, it's meant a lot to so many people uh, over the years, um, but I haven't in fact, in fact seen it myself. Um, but I wanted to uh, start just by asking you, if you wouldn't mind, just for heathens like myself and maybe others that uh, haven't seen Hedwig, uh, what Hedwig is about. Well, first I'll start off by saying, if it makes you feel any better, I still have not seen the film myself. Oh, okay. Yes, but I will go ahead and tell you a little bit about the stage production. Hedwig is about a German immigrant who comes from Germany and they have a sex change operation because they need American citizenship but the sex change operation goes wrong and then they fall in love with this 17 year old who runs off with all of the music that they made together and becomes a famous rock star and so Hedwig is doing a tour following this rock star and is telling everyone the true story of what's going on. And uh, you mentioned that you hadn't seen uh, the film, uh, but when did you first become aware of the story of, of Hedwig? I first became aware of the story when I was in, in maybe high school or in college, I had heard some of the music before, but I really started to get into the show more so in college. I still hadn't seen the play yet until later, but I started to really get into it in college. And what was it in particular that moved you or, or captured your uh, your interest and uh, imagination about the story at that time? For me, it really was the music. I, when I was like really small, I was like what was known for me as a mall kid. 
and I used to hang out with these kids who would like just get together and just sort of brood at the mall. Um, and so I listened to like a lot of punk music and like rock and metal stuff when I was little. So what really attracted me to the music was the rawness and the like the grit of the story. And is there anything that you in particular bring to the role of Hedwig? I mean, uh, people have, uh, many people have, have, uh, have performed uh, as Hedwig over the years. Um, what's your approach to the role and what makes it different than any others, other than you just being you? I'd have to say, for me personally, I took special care in doing research for... finding out what the experience of black people in Germany is like and bringing that to the role as well I felt like it was important to not treat any of the differences that we bring to this production as an oversight so I did research on not only black people in Germany, but also trans people, even though this is not a trans story, um, specifically stated by Jonathan Cameron Mitchell. I wanted to make sure that I was personally paying homage to those people in my research. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned um, the, the, the research um, that you, you'd done, sp- specifically about uh, black people in Germany, and that's one of the things I wanted to ask you about um, because uh, I understand over the years that uh, there have been several other uh, people of color that, that have performed as, as Hedwig. Um, do you think that there's, the story is in any way uh, portrayed differently uh, because it's uh, people of color are, are in it? And, and what, what difference is there if, if there is any? I feel that personally it amplifies the message of the story. It really magnifies the isolation and the difference that Hedwig feels. A major part of the story is about Hedwig being in the search for their other half and finding the person who completes them. And constantly this character is being isolated and sort of pushed around and has a lot of decisions made for them and that is something that does happen a lot to people of color and I wanted to make sure that the truth and the rawness of the story was really kept and to really highlight the fact that there's also this strength that I feel like the character has too. This additional strength and tough skin for being in situations like so. Because the character has this very hardened exterior that they have to constantly peel away in the production. And 
feel like all of these aspects really are a part of being a person of color. And with regard to uh, what you had discovered about how black people live in, in Germany, do you think that that's kind of that, that tough exterior that um, that we as, uh, as people of color have to have uh, um, just in dealing with, with the world? That's something that um, is... What the, what that experience is like in Germany? Like I'm, I'm curious about what you what you found about how black people live in Germany in your research. Yes, um, I'd have to say that in my research there was um, there was this one documentary I watched about being um, Afro-German, and one thing that particularly stuck out to me was. There was this child who was playing this game called uh, essentially Ten Little Negroes. And this child was playing with all these other children who were white and they were hiding from them. And essentially it was because they were black. Mm. And so she didn't really realize fully what was going on until later in her life. And this tough exterior that I'm speaking of is for situations like that. It's like, um, it's not as if she could just leave Germany or not, but have to return to the rest of her life. She had to know that she was black and she even said in the documentary that people said she was different, but it wasn't as if she couldn't go on with the rest of her life because of the fact that she was ostracized and criticized just based on the color of her skin. Yeah. So listen, I, I'm going to get back to Hedwig in, in just a little bit, but uh, I wanted to find out a little bit more about you and, and share that with our listeners um, uh, and find out a little bit more about your background. Um, how did you get into performing? Wow. I got into performing, seriously got into performing when I was in high school. I auditioned for this musical my freshman year called The Wizard of Oz. And I really was just super interested in being a singer. So what I did was, I showed up to the audition and I sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mm. because I didn't bring any of my own sheet music. So mm. I just asked someone if I could borrow their book. And I like flipped through and I was like, I know this song. And I walked in and I sang that and I got a call back. And then I got the Tin Man in the show. <laughs> Fantastic. And you have good memories of that experience? I do. It was a it was a great introduction, and the funny thing is, I had not seen that film. Oh, really? Until I had gotten cast in that show, yeah, and I just recognize those parallels right now. <laughs> uh, and you, um, you know, you've uh, you've gone on to perform in in, uh, in lots of uh, lots of productions over the years, uh, Camelot uh, among them. Um, so uh, yes. 
yeah, your 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 voice talent uh, must speak for itself in the fact that you're in these uh, types of productions. Um, so I, I'm curious to know, uh, for you to become a Hedwig, with mm-hmm. hair and makeup and, and wardrobe, uh, how long does it take for you to to transform into Hedwig? Uh, that's a great question. It takes me about. I personally will try and derive maybe 30 minutes to an hour before I even need to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes about two hours or two and a half hours. And for anyone that has, uh, hasn't seen the pictures yet, I mean, there's a lot going on there. So there's a reason why I asked that question um, as far as uh, you becoming the character. Um, so, oh, yeah, it's a great question. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, uh, and it's phenomenal um, uh, your appearance. Um, so that's uh, one of the reasons why I can't wait to can't wait to see this. Um, but also, you know, we're talking about you transforming into the character physically. But I'm wondering about emotionally uh, what it's like for you to to uh, perform as Hedwig and and because the character goes through so much heartbreak. Um, and is it? easy for you to to leave that all out on the stage and, and leave it behind once the curtain closes that's a great question uh, I'd have to say easy isn't probably the word I would use mm. um I mean, mostly because of how vulnerable I'm allowing myself to be mm-hmm. with the story. Um, but I'd have to say that it is fulfilling. It, um, it's letting it's letting the story really be told. I'd have to say if it was easy to do, then I would not be feeling the truth of what it is that I'm saying. Right. Uh, but it feels good to be able to tell this character's story in a way that it is hard for me to speak sometimes. Mm. Um, Just to actually share someone's strife so candidly with an audience of people who they've never met fictitiously in a setting in which I'm doing that to its truth is it's a very vulnerable thing especially because you never know how people will react to knowing the story but it's very empowering to be able to really let people know of someone who exists in this world who doesn't get to say it for themselves because they live on a page. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you certainly uh, have done that um, in, in all the reviews that I've seen and, and heard about um, your performance as Hedwig uh, in Hedwig and the Angry Inch that is uh, going on right now at Portland Center Stage. Uh, it runs through February 23rd. 
And uh, it's a story that certainly has meant uh, a lot to so many people over the years. And um, just congratulations in advance. Uh, uh, I say that in advance because, I, as I said, I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing it here very soon. And I hope everyone out there goes out and checks it out at Portland Center Stage. Um, has a chance to see it before it, it closes on February 23rd. Uh, Delphi and DJ Curtis Jr., thanks for joining me on the show today. Really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And uh, thanks out there to everyone for listening. And we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a moment.